1: It's planned, or or do you try to adjust the week? Whether it's to fit in the Bills Bengals game, whether it's just to kind of give players uh, a moment to kind of take a breath, given what happened with Demar Hamlin earlier this week, and Kevin Stefanski talked about kind of the challenge of of trying to game prep with all of this going on.
3: I don't know that there's a right way to do all of that. uh First and foremost, you just are respectful of the situation. Every single one of us is thinking about this young man and his family. Um, and then we're also going to do our job, and, and we're doesn't mean we're going to stop thinking about that.
1: On Mike, I think we've heard a lot of players say a lot of things about playing Week 18 as planned. Off Mike, I'd really be interested to hear what players have to say because nobody right now is going to say, ah, let's just get, to, get through Week 18. No player is going to say that because nobody wants to uh, appear insensitive. But I do think, like... I do think it's a fair question. Like, when is it okay to care about the football aspect again? When is it okay to get back out there and to play football? And, and in a way, right. the NFL's lucky, Dustin, because they don't have Thursday night football this week, because that really would have... That been a
3: quick turnaround yeah. to get back to normalcy.
1: And so, if, if the NFL had any luck in any of this, it's the... It's the fact that this happened going into the final week of the season.
3: Yeah, it, it's interesting, Nick. I I thought about this this morning, and obviously yesterday we talked a ton about the the Hamlin news and the situation, and obviously how, um, you know, dire it appeared to be. And I, I woke up this morning after I slept in, and turned. So you
1: woke up this afternoon?
3: <laughs> no, I woke up at about ten thirty. Okay, uh, which is a solid sleep in for me. And I turn on ESPN, and the first thing they're talking about is, you know, games this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that was quick. Mm -hmm. But I get it. And we're going to talk about the the Brown Steelers game this weekend. Because, by the way, they're not moving games this weekend. Mm -hmm. There's no chance that – and there's been some speculation that the NFL would move this week back a week and maybe play the Bengals and Bills game. That's just not reality. That's not going to happen. So we're gonna have games on Saturday and Sunday of this week, and it'll it'll be I'm sure it'll be maybe a little weird, but as we go day to day, um, it's it's gonna feel more like normal, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that makes you a bad person.
1: No, I mean, I listen, I I, I think it can be a great tragedy.
3: And And again, we got great news today that he, that DeMar was progressing overnight. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's very much a positive. Now, listen, things could, could turn if there's something that, that happens negatively with DeMar in the next, you know, 36 hours. And we all pray that nothing happens and he starts to heal and everything is good, going to be good there. But in terms of the games, they're going to play games.
1: Yeah, and I think it's I think it's a tricky line if you're the NFL, right? Trying to be respectful and honor what a lot of your teams have done, because a lot of teams have gone out of their way to honor Demar Hamlin in some way. Every, in
3: fact, every team, social media wise, has made his uh, his jersey their profile picture. I mean, so, so every team's going out of their way to try and make sure that we are cognizant of what's going on.
1: I think it's I think it's a tricky line to walk. That and also we got to get these games in, right? And I and I like I don't know is it disrespectful to play this weekend because to me I I think the number one variable is Demar's health. I mean one hundred percent. If there were to be a negative development late in this week, when that could change,
3: that could change some things. Because to me, and again, this comes from being an ex-player, the mentality of playing the game would then be in jeopardy. I think if you're Having to go into a Saturday or Sunday game, knowing something negative happening again, we're we're not speculating that yeah. we're, not, we're certainly not hoping anything but the best for Demar Hamlin. But I know as a former defensive back, and you got to hit guys, and like I, I just wonder where the mindset would be if something were to happen where you're um, you're delivered some negative news later in the week.
1: Doesn't it kind of feel like the NFL? Uh,
3: it's kind of in a no win situation here. Yeah, but it's not there. It's not. They have no choice.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I, I think my point is like the, if they can't if they win to, by
3: playing. They can't win by by moving. Like, yes. it, It's just it. You're right. It's a no win.
1: And so, from that standpoint, like, there is a part of me that just looks at this. It kind of felt like Monday Night Football. Like, um, you know, there was this. There were uh, there was a segment of people playing scoreboard on who did a better job covering uh, the Demar situation than others, and. Right. Honestly, it was that's a little insane to me. That is a sickness, and and by the way, it was social media. It wasn't, but that is what social media is, Nick. Well, yeah, but it's it's funny how because you and I talked about this like, yesterday. Who,
3: who said things the right way? Who said things that were most accepted? Yeah, and that's and that's where we're at. Well, and, that's always the case. That's not just this situation.
1: But trying to compare what Susie Kalber said and Schefter and Booger in real time when it was happening when they were were loading Demar Hamlin into a uh emergency yeah. vehicle versus what SVP and Ryan Clark said 3 well, yeah, hours when, later yeah when
3: they had 2 hours to di- digest and have more information
1: it just it just feels like this giant game of is there a respectful way to handle this and the reality is anything that isn't 100% is going to be seen as disrespectful yeah like I'll be honest with you I don't really want the Brown Steelers game moved Now, am I going to pitch a fit if it were to be moved? No, because I do think if it were to be moved, that means something uh, tragic might have happened, right, Uh, beyond just the initial incident that happened with DeMar. But, like, it kind of goes back to that no-win situation. It just feels like everybody's stepping on eggshells, as we should, because of the direness of the situation and how Mm -hmm. scary it was for everybody. Right. But at some point, you do have to get back to doing the thing, and the question is... Like if you're the NFL, are you comfortable getting, like, let's say Friday? Let's say it's not a dire situation, but there's a negative development with Demar. Like, is that going to make you rethink your decision? Because I, well, I think once you get the train rolling, you're not you're not getting it.
0: I, Nick, off I don't
3: the I don't think the NFL will have the um, the ability to have a say. Frankly, I think that you'll, every coach and every player will. Again, very similar to the what happened on Monday night. Like I don't think the NFL ultimately had that final say. I think that was um, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor and their their team. Mm-hmm. They said, we're not playing. I think
1: two teams on the field in the heat of that moment, I think that's easier to say than
3: 32 teams. And I also wonder, how's Buffalo play? Like if something were to... Uh, and I feel like... We're, I don't want to be negative here because mm-hmm. I, I think everything's trending positively for tomorrow, and I think everything's going to be okay, at least God willing. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I just can't imagine putting myself in the shoes of those Buffalo Bills players going back out on the field this weekend so quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think that's that's another kind of catch-22 here, or, or or difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Can you give the Bills an extra day? Can you give the Bills an extra couple days and everybody else plays on schedule. And again, I think it just comes back to... I think a lot of people are going to view what the NFL doesn't do or does do as disrespectful. I I, I just think because they're in a no-win situation, I think there's going to feel a, be a segment of people who feel like, well, anything they do, if they decide to play, it's disrespectful. It, it, they'll find a reason that if they don't play or, or give everybody an extra day, there'll be a reason why that's disrespectful and I, I got to be honest with you, I think playing this weekend, unless there's really any other thing, I think it's just I think it's just the way that it goes. And I think it's the way that, you know, now that we've got another 24 hours, now yeah. that there have been positive signs, it feels like that's the right decision. It feels like it's OK to talk about that now versus it w- it didn't feel as OK to talk about. it. Yeah, and that. also
3: maybe different in Buffalo. You know, we're in Cleveland. Yeah, And, you know, if this were a Cleveland Browns player, I'm sure that our conversations today may be a little bit different, right, mm-hmm. in terms of this game and, and this weekend's slate of games that we've got coming up. But, yeah, I mean, I, I again, this morning I saw everyone talking about the uh, the games this weekend and, and kind of preparing for, you know, what's going to happen here in Week 18. And, uh, it you know, to me it, it felt like, is it too soon? It's a, it's a really tough situation because what is the right answer? Mm-hmm. Is there a right answer?
1: I think if you start at the idea that
3: there are no right answers, that's that, probably the right idea um
1: because then again, I think it reduces it from being a scoreboard or a sports scenario. Yes, it is a sporting event. Yes, these are all sporting events. It's a sporting league, but it is still very unprecedented and to try and act and listen, I'm as craven about the n f l as as anybody. I'm as cynical about their tactics and how they think. And, and how craven that they are?
3: Look, the, here's what the league needs to do. They need to stay off social media. They need to talk to their teams and their players, and that will help them establish the right decision.
1: 216 um, 578 Is it okay to talk about the football angle of all this with, with DeMar Hamlin and the fallout from his very significant health issue on the field on Monday? And I think the other part of this is, let's say it did impact... The Brown Steelers game. Would would you care if the game got postponed out of respect for DeMar Hamlin's health situation there? We've got Sean Salisbury coming up at three, as we do every single hump day. We got the pulse at four with Keith, the five at five, at five, and then Albert Breer of the MMQB. We'll ask him whether he thinks the NFL has considered pushing off games or even specifically just canceling outright the rest of the Bengals, uh, Browns, <laughs> Bengals-Bills Browns, Bengals, game, sometimes it's not about what was said, it's about who says it. And this morning, with Ken and Anthony, Chris Muller of 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh was part of the Around the AFC North conversation, Around the North conversation, and he was reacting to Miles Garrett's comment where Miles mm-hmm. had said, and uh, the, uh, the prospect of... of of playing spoiler for the Steelers this weekend was the kind of thing you play for. And Chris teed off on that this morning.
0: Miles Garrett is saying we live for
3: times like these. Dude, you've been out of the playoff race for two weeks. What are you talking about? Are people up there mad about him saying that, about spoiling the Steelers? That's so pathetic. Wow.
1: Strong words. Tough talking Chris is entered the me? chat. Wow. What would you say?
3: You live for times like these. You're two games out of the playoff chase now. Like, you're not going to make it. What? Who cares?
1: I do live for times like these by the Foo Fighters. Um,
3: I got to say, you know, like, I'm not this, um, you know, diehard Homer that's going to be mad at who says something. mm -hmm. Um, What's that guy's name? Chris Miller?
1: Chris Miller, yeah. Chris
3: Miller? He's 100% right.
1: See, it's not that he's wrong.
3: Like, he's 100% right. It's that screw you from being from Pittsburgh and saying that. I, I get it, I guess. But, I mean, he's not wrong.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I can call my sister a fat B. You can't. It's that kind of logic.
3: And okay. Well, he was brought on as a guest on this station. Yeah, and asked have, to have get a and Pittsburgh opinion. It's not Cleveland opinions. Well, then don't bring him on. Well, no, because he's. it's about do your
1: Cleveland. Uh, go ahead and stand for Kenny Pickett. All right. Talk about a quarterback who just flat out sucks, but everybody now thinks is the second coming of Jesus because he's had two good performances at the end of the game in two weeks.
3: All right, talk yeah, but, about but that. We're also talking about the guy that was benched for the first drive of the game when the Browns were in the playoffs. Well, but now you live for these moments.
1: Well, okay, getting I'm not the actual, wrong.
3: Getting no, 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 no. Again, it's not that the opinion
1: is wrong. It's the opinion haver. I don't want to have that opinion. I don't want to have the, the 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 take on that. Okay. All of well, this being said, Miles, what the hell
3: are you talking okay, about? Okay, there we go. Now we're back. Like, come on. What
1: are we? Why? Why is this? Why does this? And it's so inconsistent because there are times where Miles says things and it's like that feels pretty genuine, right? That feels like uh, an opinion that you should have in that right. situation. And then this, like, I'm not saying like, listen, beating Pittsburgh, I will enjoy it. I will absolutely enjoy knocking Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. Yeah, the, but Browns the first time,
3: wouldn't Nathan say the first time in like, what, 20 years they've beaten Pittsburgh? And. Maybe longer than that, even. No, it's the first time. It would be the tw- first time back since 88. Oh, since 88, okay, back twice in one year. swept them, yeah.
1: And you'd hand Mike Tomlin his first losing season of his entire head coaching career. So we like those two things. But to say you live for it, it's just such
3: a—we live for these moments.
1: Because how many times have we actually seen the I wish Browns? We would live room? for
3: the Saints game.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, how many times have we seen the I Browns? Mean, Christmas
3: Eve, you got, you got a chance. And by the way, everything that needed to go your way pretty much did. Do we live for moments like the end of the Jets game? Do we live for uh, giving
1: up a thousand yards in the ground to some slappy from Atlanta who nobody's heard from since? And then you got you got skunked play, by a team with a top he 10 He played pick. at Ball State. He did. It's Huntley, right? Huntley? Caleb. Caleb? I was going to say Tyler, and then I realized that's a different player. Chirp, chirp. But, like, it just, it's one of those things where, all right, we just talked about the NFL in this week 18 situation. The Browns have to realize. Like, I, I just can't go for that, Nick. Listen, You'd be making my dreams come true, if I mean we've got a defensive end that's a man eater. Okay, would it make Sarah smile if Miles Garrett just shut the hell up? Like maybe. I just I don't I don't get this. Is she rich? Ah, 2 <laughs> We got to break the habit. Um. Do you guys do you guys buy that Miles Actually this is the way I want to put it. Do you guys buy that Miles is buying what he's selling? Cuz it's one thing for you and me to look at this and be like, ah, nobody lives for this.
3: Also, it's, isn't it isn't it kind of sad that the Pittsburgh Steelers are the only reason because of what they've accomplished this year is the only reason this game matters to the Cleveland Browns?
1: Yeah. Think about that. Like, shouldn't shouldn't you just go out there because you're pissed at how disappointing you are? Like, we've all done. Oh, this. we're gonna be
3: spoilers.
1: Yeah. Well, but like, even that. Like, is it is it okay to play for like a jealousy win? Because I'd much rather Miles Garrett win. I'd much rather Miles Garrett just be like, "Man, I'm jealous of that, and I just want to go make them hurt, and I just want to knock them out of the playoffs." Yeah. But to say like, you live like, what do you live for? Like, nobody wakes up and is like, man, I hope I can knock somebody else out of the playoffs. No. No, you're Aaron Rodgers. You're hoping somebody no, I, does I, the
3: spoiling for you. Yeah, I would say that I'm I'm pissed off. It sucks that we're not in, frankly, it sucks we're not in the position that they're in where we're trying to, to fight for our way into the playoffs in week 18.
1: I still hate that it was Chris Miller that said
3: it. Also, by the way, didn't Miles Garrett say like, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, that it would be a a huge disappointment if they didn't make the playoffs, but now we live for moments like these. I think. Like, this I just is, think he talks out of both sides of his mouth.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going to go. This feels like, I, so there's so much upside with Miles, right? There is the play. There is, um, you know, his kind of generosity with teammates or with, um, you know, philanthropic causes. There is a lot of fun that comes no, it with No one says Miles. Miles is a bad guy. And then this is the, this is that thing. This was like, uh, I'm trying to think of, all oh, the benching when i lost my mind after the the benching for one series where it's just like it's just 10%. If you could just clean up that 10% cuz what it is is it's nonsense. It's fake. And like you can't be the guy that's like I want you to hear what I'm the voice of the locker room. I'm going to say the real thing that nobody else will say. And then say something that is just objectively fake. And there's just it's it's like cuz you know what it is to go back to it. It's like throwing Joe Woods under the bus
3: for a year and a half and then having his back like after one game
1: when everybody knew that Joe Woods is heading towards the chopping block Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. is Chris Muller right or wrong that Miles Garrett comes off like a dodo with his words on playing for games like this Christine welcome to the show
2: yeah um yeah <laughs> I found that kind of funny that you said, is Chris, is Chris Muller, did you say it was, is he the dodo?
1: No, no, no. Uh, is Chris Muller like- right or wrong that Miles sounds like a dodo? I know. It was really convoluted. It wasn't great English for me Sorry.
2: either. <laughs> Chris, Chris is uh, absolutely wrong. And, and I find it interesting that you guys sound like you're absolutely siding with Chris. I mean, I don't see the problem in Miles Garrett, you know, having a positive outlook in saying that he lived for the, these games or games like this, when we have the opportunity to take Pittsburgh you know, out of contention, I mean, why bash him at all? What's the big
1: deal? So I would rather he lives. So maybe the point is there wasn't a lot of evidence that the Browns lived for a lot of games up until this <laughs> one, right? Like they did, they did they play like they lived for the Jets game or yeah, I mean, the Chargers I have, game? I would love to
3: hear him say that he lived for moments like this before the Saints game or before the Bengals game. You know th- those games matter. This game doesn't matter.
2: You know, isn't that interesting? As a Browns fan, what games matter? You know? when you're going is to the playoffs and you're trying, tonight? you're trying
3: to to go to the actual postseason. I think those games matter. Then
2: why are we? Then why would we even be having any type of conversation? You know, why why are we talking at all? Because the conversation very the is very b- awesome. existential. Because honestly,
3: the conversation <laughs> at this point is not even about this season or this game. It's about next year and and, and going forward. It's not even. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about this game because we're going to play it, but, like, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Right. No, I get, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, and I actually agree with the point that, yeah, do we want to see the positivity and the energy and that we're going to get them throughout the season? Of course we do. But I don't think that him saying that is a reflection of, you know, all the other games that have already been played. So, I what guess
1: that's my I, point. real quick, Christine, I think the other part of this is, I, is anybody, I don't want to say this because he's having a great season on the field. I think it's just a little mm-hmm. tired of the Miles experience this year because of the accident, because of the benching, because of uh, going from Joe Woods is the uh, subtweeting Joe Woods and Joe Woods is the problem to like eight weeks later being like, oh gosh, Joe's my guy. It just, it the, the talking out of both sides of your mouth when you're in a losing season yeah. just wears on you.
2: So if I can say one more thing, it's kind of Of funny that you say that because I'm not actually the biggest Miles Garrett fan. And Mm -hmm. he is having, right, he's got great numbers, What is he like two sacks away from, is he leading second? You know, I I don't know what, where exactly he ranks, but I know he's looking pretty good. I agree with all the things you're saying, the accident, you know, so I guess it's just ironic. Like, it's nice to hear him come out upbeat and be excited about something. And so I do feel like, you know, you know throughout the season we've watched him. I, for whatever reason, haven't been impressed. So I was glad to see that he's like all gung-ho on this. I don't know why. I, I guess I should be more like you guys. Like, what a joke. You know, you had said I think it's kind of like a fake comment. And maybe it is. Maybe, maybe i Did we just... Did we, have,
1: have we Chris converted you, you
2: converted
3: you in, two, in three and a half minutes?
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. You might have. I, I don't know. I, I think you might have. Christine, okay. Christine, thank, thank you, you very for the call. much. Happy thank New
3: Year! You. Thank Ugh. you for the call. Oh, you can't I wasn't say gonna it. Say, can't it. say it. I wasn't gonna say it. It's funny. I said it to somebody this morning. Like, Happy oh.
1: Wednesday in early January.
3: I, I do feel like you get like the first week. If you, you haven't seen somebody in the first week of January, it's okay to say Happy New Year. I think
1: okay. From the Wait, guy. And by the way,
3: Larry David doesn't make the rules. From the guy, I love Larry David, but, but he's he does. Right. He's not wrong.
1: He is right. It's like uh, it's like Chris Muller. All right, it's. <laughs> He just happens to be right. I just don't know that I want him saying it. Uh, from Twitter, Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store, Mrs. Phelps on Twitter. I don't think it's that
3: Mrs. Phelps. Okay. I think it's a
1: different Mrs. Phelps. Okay. Saying, I agree with Christine. Uh, she's spot on. D saying, I'm sorry, but how the narrative of beating Pittsburgh and being spoilers won't change my attitude about this team. Yeah, that's, the, you know, listen, in, in the interest of, of fairness and two sides to every take. On one hand, I really want to beat the Steelers twice. On the other hand, we still have to look at this and say this is a team that massively underperformed and it if if we just say,
3: "Oh, you live for moments like this." It feels like you're you're kind of shining a turd. Thank you. Uh I just wish we would just hear from the players like, "Man, you know what? The season was a really really big disappointment. Thankfully we get one more opportunity to go out here and and face our rival and and try to beat them twice in the same year. I mean, that's all all we can play for at this, at this moment. But to like, I don't know. I guess we're being kind of nitpicky at this point. I
1: don't know. To say you live for moments like this. I would I would live for winning that's more like you, games than That's like isn't that like kind of
3: what you say before a championship?
1: Yeah, or like going into like a playoff game or like if this game. Like let's be honest. If, if this both were, if teams this, were 8 and 8.
3: Yeah, okay. If this if this were the uh the Packers Lions game for example. Yes. We live gets Dan Campbell's, We live for moments yes, like this.
1: Yes. I think we might have a, another contender for uh what the hell moment. Uh, so earlier today, Ron Rivera said Sam Howell was going to start. And why that's important is the plan going into, or before Ron announced that, had been a little bit of Taylor Heineke and a little bit of Sam Howell. Now the report has come out from Jeremy Fowler that Taylor Heineke was set to start on week 18, but instead told the coaches he believes rookie quarterback Sam Howell deserves to get the full start. In the business of are we buying into this, are we buying that Taylor Heineke, who, by the way, is playing for a contract, was like, you know what, this kid deserves it. Or is this about uh, Taylor Heineke being like, I really don't want to go play week 18 and get my ass beat for nothing?
3: Jeremy Fowler did say that house was going to play regardless in this mm-hmm. game he says so removing heineke from a few series didn't necessarily re- require a big game plan change so mm-hmm. they were both going to play and, and look these are these games they're so interesting at the end of the season and it, it I, I feel bad for people who who their fantasy leagues actually play the final week of the year and in my league is one of those leagues i couldn't handle it oh it's it's rough yeah. It's rough out here in these streets. I mean,
1: it's tough enough to have two weeks out, have your championship be there because wonky things do start happening at the end of the I mean, hell, we saw it with Tennessee and uh Tennessee benching or not benching, sitting some of their banged up starters last week. Imagine that your title game and fantasy came down to now ah, we're gonna rest Eric Henry this week.
3: I mean be the worst.
1: Yes, he's hurt, but also damn you. And I'd like to point out because Xavier P accused you and I on Twitter of being negative. And a meaning about Miles's comments, our reaction to Miles saying that they live for moments like this, and I guess to me, this is a this is a, the messenger, like whoever the messenger is, it's absolutely dependent on that. If I'm trying to think of somebody who I don't have a problem with right now, if Deshaun Watson had said it, you've got a problem with most people. I mean, and not most people, but yeah. most most of the Cleveland Browns block a room now. Yeah,
3: yeah mo- most and most of the media too, I think.
1: I mean, maybe it is
3: everybody. Maybe I should just go back to I do have a problem with everybody. Um, I'm kidding.
1: And maybe, you know, if Joe Batonio came out and said it, I think Joe's side of the ball. He,
3: he's like the most respected Cleveland Browns player right now.
1: If Jacoby said it. Yeah. Right? If Deshaun said it. Like, it's there's something to me that the defense has been the biggest disappointment. And I know that they've played better since week seven. I don't care. They're they're a disappointment. And Miles is the face of a disappointing defense. And you know what? Miles, statistically, he's not been a disappointment. But we've had so many different issues that have popped up with Miles, whether it's something he said or the car accident or the benching, They just go up and you kind of raise your hands like, dude, did you really, like, I can't remember who said it this morning, but somebody on the morning show was like, do you think Miles should maybe... Like talk what he thinks into a mirror. Like what he's gonna try and sell to people. Should should he maybe sand into a mirror first so we can see how it looks? And I thought that was funny as hell. Cause there are times where Miles talks that yes,
3: I do think so. Uh Dustin in DC just tweeted, and I almost called called out our boy uh, Bridges for this because it was very funny. Uh huh. Uh did you hear this update? No. Uh he goes, What's on the line for the Steelers? A playoff spot. What's on the line for the Browns? Good game, film. <laughs> you know what?
1: He's not. He's wrong. not wrong. No,
3: that was fantastic.
1: Uh Saucy old man on Twitter saying, "I think you should stop bashing Miles." Okay. Miles is Miles can take it. He can take it. It's okay. He's, he's a big boy. I mean, and it's time for Miles to grow up. And I'm not specific to this comment, but like, Miles had to get benched in the second half of the season in, in during the week. That, and by the way, did we did we ever
3: like get clarity on like what happened?
1: Oh, it was just it was with the with the talking to the team about his illness.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah, right. I'll believe that. I'll believe that when I see it. You don't get benched in what arguably to that point, considering you still had a playoff. Mm-hmm. You you don't get benched in the most important game of the season to that point because you didn't tell him you were sick. This isn't a kindergarten. Two one six five seven eight. Who is that from? Home Alone. Thank you. Yeah, had to do it.
3: Daryl. Kindy <laughs> What do he you got Hello. for us, Daryl?
2: Hi. Uh, as a Hollow
3: Notes aficionado, um, Miles needs some adult education because he's out of touch. Well done. Well, very good. well done. Well, well done there, Daryl. And also, you know, he's the king of the empty platitude. What has he ever done in his career? If Miles. Career ended today. What would he be known for? Hitting another man over the head with a with a helmet. That's it.
1: I would say the seventy three sacks. I would say. I mean, I that's a lot of sacks. Man over the head with a helmet. I, I, All well, that too, sacks.
3: but also the seventy three sacks. Yeah, I think that's kind of a big deal. When has he ever come up big? When has he ever done anything? When is he's the king of the empty planet. Uh, he was pretty I good mean, last week. The Bengals game, the oh, the Bucks wow, game. The, hall of fame.
1: the well, no, I mean, he's on his way to the hall of fame. Probably. He's had like four <laughs> games this year where he's actually taken over but, games but, late. But in games. here's the
3: thing: we can still. Be critical of guys who are really good players. He's a really good player, but his head his head's somewhere else, and he's he's never going to come up huge in a game. He never has. Yeah,
1: that, that's just why. That's but that's, can't, but that's why not can't true. We that's, have
3: like honest conversations about players. I, I, I think you can say this: there have been times where Miles Thank has you, disappeared in games, mm-hmm. but there's also been times where Miles has been a game changer. Like
1: I can actively count in the second half of this season the Buccaneers game for one, uh the entirety of the Bengals first game. Right, including late in that game, the Ravens game. Like there have been multiple games this year where the guy has taken over games at the end of games and has allowed you to either win or put yourself in a position to win. Like, am I annoyed that he said something stupid? And here's no, it's not about stupid. It was insincere. That that de- that defense has not played up to what Miles' words espoused at almost any point this year. And when they have, it's been about uh, backup quarterbacks. I mean, even this weekend. Guys, can we just say it? Kenny Pickett is butt.
3: I mean, he just is. You just said a day ago you weren't sure that he he was butt.
1: No, that's not true. I, you like no. the way he's he's played How the last few you. weeks. How dare you? I have hated Kenny Pickett since Pitt, and I will die on this that's train. That's
3: fine, but like the dudes played pretty well, and they've won, what, six of their last eight games? Six touchdowns. Nine interceptions. And oh, by the
1: way, it's got a 61% completion percentage since week 10.
3: Okay, but if if the Browns had that same record, would we be like discrediting our quarterback play?
1: Ah, You know, you ready for a hot one? Yeah. I'm more confident about the Browns' ability to bounce back next year and win than I am that, that the Steelers are going to take the next step next year.
3: Yeah, I, I still don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I've i always been a picket fan, and I trust Tomlin because he... he was around that facility, knew the, the Pittsburgh players better than anybody. And, because he scares us. And they, he does scare us. Yeah. Because he's a really good coach because he doesn't lose.
1: Henry, welcome to the show, Henry. What you got?
2: Well, you're right. That was a dodo statement that uh, Miles Garrett said. But just like one guy said, he said, Pittsburgh has something to play for. The Browns got some bad videotape to go over. Or their defenders being dragged all over the field. Quarterbacks dragging the defenders everywhere around the field, you know, missing tackles, so that's the film they're going to get. And he says, I'm confident in uh, Deshaun Watson next season going forward. That's the only thing I'm confident with. The only thing. That defense, oh my goodness. Unless they get some defensive tackles, we're going to see the same old results year after year.
1: Henry, thanks for the call, buddy. We appreciate you. Um, Is beating the Steelers a second time are you accepting that as a silver lining for the season?
3: No, and it's so it's, weird. I, I I still want to win the game, but it's not a silver lining.
1: But I I I feel like that's what Miles hints at, and maybe that's the bigger part with the insincere. The comment. only thing that
3: I care about this weekend, I'm sorry, is how Deshaun Watson plays.
1: I didn't know how if you were going to say how your uh, FanDuel bets
0: came
3: out. Well, it depends where where we're uh, which side we're on.